You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. everyone and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by Deji Wessi, who is the CEO, Chief Everything Officer from Go Hard Energy. Uh, Deji, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Tell our audience what Go Hard Energy is all about. Go Hard Energy Drink. As uh, you know, like the name uh, suggests, it's go hard, you know, which is recognized worldwide um, in a can. Gives you that energy you need uh, when it's time to to go hard. Um, the the company's focused on de- delivering fine tuned fuel to our customers so they can achieve their goals. I love that fine tuned fuel. I hope you use that in your marketing. I really resonate uh, with that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, tell us a little bit about your background, how this launched. I know uh, the root of you launching this company was really um, kind of born out of like a phoenix from the ashes, uh, a challenging experience you had when your father passed. Yes. Yeah. That was about five years ago um, now. And, um, you know, crazy time, of course. Um, But uh, my dad came to the U.S. from Nigeria with $200 in his pocket. And, you know, you fast forward, you know, 30 plus years and, He's successful in small business, uh, successful in consumer goods space. Uh, My dad was the lead engineer for Belkin. Um, If you own an iPhone, you probably used a Belkin product before, and my dad probably designed that. Um, And, uh, you know, when when he was passing, you know, when it it was kind of imminent that this was happening, um, you know, I I got to see his legacy on full display, uh, the impact that that he had on people. Um, you know, this man had a team in, you know, in, in LA, had a team in China, a team, team in Europe. Um, of course, being from Nigeria, had done a lot of things back home uh, to help a lot of people. And, yeah. um, you know, my dad always told me, you know, Digi, it's it's not the size of your wallet. It's your impact <laughs> on people, you know, and uh, that's something that, you know, always resonated with me. And I, I really saw that when he was passing and I thought, man, what's my legacy going to be? You know, I have this mm-hmm. tremendous uh desire to make an impact on people, make an impact on the world and kind of make the world a better place, so to speak. And, um, you know, I thought about go hard, um, cause that's who my dad was, you know, you got to go hard if you got $200 in your pocket and, you know, you, you're trying to make a life, you know, it's, uh, it, it takes something that's a, a bit bigger than yourself. Totally. And, um, you know, I recognized that the world around, there's a lot of people like that, that need to go hard and kind of go outside of themselves and they need fuel to do that. And that's what go hard is. And so I know that you, this was a really challenging experience for you. Where was the moment where you were like, I'm ready to do this? Cause I think you had had this idea previously, but you never executed on it. Was it that challenging experience that you were like, it's time for me to, to go do and be and go hard. <laughs> yeah. So I originally had the idea for go hard back in like 2009, 
Uh, but I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't at the right development stage, uh, you know, to kind of, uh, go and execute. Um, I, uh, I think entrepreneurship is truly a work of like self-development every day. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's, um, yeah. So when I had the idea, I kind of wasn't in the right space. I, I, you know, I even looked up the trademark. I was actually a paralegal at the time. I looked at the trademark and it was open and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how is this even possible that <laughs> that go hard energy drink is not taken? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's so spot on. And uh, anyway, uh, years later, um, when this thing was happening, you know, my dad was hit by a drunk driver and, um, mm. you know, he was uh, in the hospital for a few months before he passed. And, you know, that it's somewhat of a silver, silver lining to be able to have that time with your loved one before they go. Because, you know, for yeah. a lot of people, it's just very all of a sudden here one day, gone the next. You never got to say goodbye, never got to do, you know, do any of those those things, have any of the conversations. And um, luckily, you know, I you know, I say reluctantly, but, you know, because it's a tr still a tragedy. I had that time to kind of sit with it and think about and see the people who my dad uh, had these these big impacts on mm. uh, them come visit him or talk to me about him and things that, that he did and that I had no idea about. And, um, I thought, man, what am, what am I going to do? And immediately go hard popped in my head. And, uh, and I don't, I don't know if I told you this, but I had a salad dressing company in high school. No, uh, that, so you've uh, always been an entrepreneur. I love that. I feel like it's kind of in you or it's not, you, you can't really teach in my opinion, that go hard energy vibe. Yeah, it's very hard to teach. Um, mm -hmm. I tried. Now, um, <laughs> it's very hard to teach. Um, you know, I, I taught uh, undergraduate entrepreneurship as well at, uh, at USC um, after I got my MBA. And, um, you know, it, it is kind of like either you have it in you or you don't because um, there's a certain type of resilience and a certain type of, and it's a funny ego, for an entrepreneur. <laughs> it's a funny ego. It's like, mm -hmm. you have to like, you have to one, have confidence in yourself, but also think that you're not that great. Like it's right. It's, just a, it's, it's a really the, funny it's thing. the humble fear, but like also the A type personality vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, in that moment, you know, I'm sitting there with my dad, you know, quite a bit and I realized, man, this is what I need to do. This is my calling really in life. And oftentimes when, uh, you know, I think, the thing about it is that you realize that tomorrow is not given yeah. and, and death is finite. Like yeah. I've, I've gone through my life and I'm a career, career salesperson. I've been able to talk my way in and out of things my whole <laughs> life, you know, and the one, the absolute most important, you know, person in my life, like I could not do anything. It was just like, you know, this finite thing. And it makes you kind of like look at life differently. And totally. it's like trim the fat, you know, cut the distractions. What's the most important thing here? Boom. And go hard energy drink was right there. And I went to work on it. And, you know, uh, and I'm a very spiritual guy. And I, you know, I believe my dad is, uh, is pushing me forward. You know, some of these doors that have opened and things that have happened, I, you know, just have to you know, look within and, you know, thank, thank him for, you know, man, you, you opened that door. I know you did. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I, I think, 
you know, I, I shared with you that my dad went through a similar process. He survived cancer, but we didn't know that was, you know, it was stage four. We thought it was the end. Um, and so mm-hmm. similarly, I took that entrepreneurial path, um, you know, after having those internal conversations about life being finite and what do I really want and how do I create legacy and a better world for, for, you know, our kids and our kids' kids. So I totally resonate with that. I also love, and I just have to give a little shout out to the legal side because, you know, I'm a reformed attorney myself. So I love that you went down that path <laughs> and you were like, is it available? Is it too generic? Can I own it? Um, so I love that you did that. Um, so I also just want to give you a shout out because I didn't want to like the drink. I have to be honest with you. I have been a, a, a <laughs> lifetime sugar-free Red Bull girl. That's my jam. And when you sent the product, I was like, Ugh, another energy drink. I'm whatever. You know, I'm, I'm happy to support, but I did not think I was going to love the product. And it slaps. I mean, I don't know if I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm too old to say that at this point, but it was awesome. I mean, that, <laughs> um, the kiwi strawberry flavor, I don't know, for those of you listening who are in my age category, there used to be this kiwi strawberry Bonnie Bell lip. Uh, smackers that and that flavor profile is like my flavor profile i loved it Mm, there you go yeah the kiwi strawberry is i call that the champagne of energy drinks so (laughs) so i'm not surprised that one hit you yeah it's uh it's amazing i love it i love it when it when it's someone who doesn't want to like it um Mm -hmm. i've been at at uh at conferences uh with uh with actual like 7-Eleven franchise store owners. So you can imagine mm-hmm. how many times somebody with an energy drink has uh, approached them totally, and, uh, and seeing them turn. I mean, that's actually how I got into 7-Eleven is uh, <laughs> people who be like, no, I don't want to try another one, you know, and then I push it on them. They try it and they go, oh, well, oh, I actually love that, you know, and they come mm-hmm. back and they start coming back and say, hey, can I have a can? And they come back, hey, can I get a couple cans? I got some friends over here. You know, it's like, wait a minute, you didn't even want to try it, man. Now you're, <laughs> now you're like, you know. I always say an original no is not ever really a no. It's just a not right now. And like you said, we are lifelong salespeople. You push until you get that yes. And I think that you've done an incredible job of launching this product in a, a very saturated market. And we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want you to share with us because you're launching in some big, big spots right now for a, a new baby brand. It's very impressive. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably very likely that you've worked with a marketing agency that hasn't really worked out. That's why Elevate My Brand has developed our roadmap to marketing process. We use an extremely data-driven approach to show you exactly what your competitors are doing in the omnichannel space so that we can develop a strategy and tactical approach to success in your marketing. Call us today and let's get mapping. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I am chatting with uh, Deji Wessi, who is the CEO of Go Hard Energy. Um, share with us these amazing doors that you've been able to knock open and where you're launching shortly. Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty crazy to me. It's a little, a little surreal uh, that these things are happening right now, but I guess it's um, you know, it's a testament to momentum, um, mm-hmm. something that I think is a uh, is absolutely necessary. If you're starting something, you need to get momentum going. Um, and uh, that momentum has been able to carry the brand into Walmart, 7-Eleven, uh, Circle K, uh, where uh, literally I'm waiting for a shipment to arrive <laughs> right now uh, at the facility. I'm uh, in true uh, chief everything officer uh, fashion. I'm running logistics as well and trying to <laughs> watching it, making sure it gets to where it's going. Um, but yeah, very exciting time. Um, you know, I, 
I think, uh, you know, I have a little bit of the Jerry Maguire juice is, you know, get me in the room and yep. uh, <laughs> can make anything happen. And, um, but really, honestly, I think I just made a great product and with a great name and it resonated. Um, I'll tell you a quick story about my, um, my first distributor who said, yes, um, he tasted it and was like, yes, you know, same reaction. Oh man, I love this. This is great. Gives me his card and says, Hey, give me a call. Right. You get cards all the time. You know, you're out, you know, at shows and things like this. Mm -hmm. uh, it means nothing. Uh, but, uh, I'm <laughs> packing up, you know, you take nothing for granted and, uh, packing up, I go to my car, I'm in the parking lot and I see this guy and he shouts my name from across the parking lot. And stops me, comes over with five of his buddies and says, hey, uh, these guys all own uh, 7-Eleven stores and we have a whole family group and we want to give you, you know, we want to give you a try and put you into our 7-Elevens. And, wow. and I'm like, what? <laughs> so, You're like, and really, that's why I came here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not often you have this kind of success, but it's awesome. And that just opened up a chain of a chain of events. Right. It's a. Uh, when uh, when the floodgates open and so awesome. uh, other than the flavor profiles and the packaging which i think is really fun i actually love the um uh what, what is the flavor profile that has the blackberry with the black can so oh. cool and edgy and just i think it's just a very sexy can frankly um so other than your like fortuitousness go forth and conquer attitude the product and the packaging itself like what else would you recommend in terms of how to create success in a new category like this. Cause you are a, a new entrepreneur in this space and you've already had very early wins. So what would you share with other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs listening in who are going after um, their dreams? Well, um, well, let me tell you about the flavors first and then I'll tell you like, you know, back exactly how to, I think, well, how I think that uh, people should approach this. Um, so we have three flavors right now, Kiwi, strawberry, uh, champagne of energy drinks. You got to try it. It will blow your mind. Um, not just the texture, the, f the flavor, the feel, right? Yeah. Uh, I like the, the bubble, drink. like and the bubble course. size. It, it does feel like that champagne concept. And I have to tell you, I added a little bit of tequila to mine and it was really good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It was go. real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going, um, I was, cause that's when I drink an energy drink is when I'm like about to go out and need a little boost. I'm getting older. So I don't have the same, you know, love of nightlife that I used to. So when I need a little energy, I always go for an energy drink, but I also want a little buzz going into it too. So I, I mixed and matched. It was really fun. Nice. Nice. You know what I like to, to mix with? I don't know if I should be saying this, but you know, you know what I like to mix with the kiwi strawberry is Prosecco. Mm -hmm. um, my, my wife is, uh, my wife uh, grew up in Belgium a bit. Mm -hmm. And apparently that's like when they, you know, go to the club, they would mix energy drinks with Prosecco. And anyway, she put me on it. Uh, with the kiwi strawberry and actually really loved it um nice. the uh the citrus flavor is um i i'm a 80s baby and uh mm -hmm. i grew up drinking cactus cooler um oh totally oh my god now that you said it, that's exactly the flavor profile <laughs> it's, it has that very reminiscent flavor but i couldn't nail it you're that's exactly what it, that's that's wild yep 100 percent yeah. So what I did is I reversed it instead of, and then instead of using orange, I used tangerine. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's just inspired by it. Right. So, um, so that's the flavor profile on that. Um, and then blackberry, um, I don't know if you're going to remember these, but you remember Raz pops? I don't know. 
Oh, okay. I'm I'm well, a seven, yeah. late seventies baby, if I'm being totally okay. honest. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, you were already on to better things. At the, at this <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, that's my concept for that. And if you've had one of those, you'll you'll uh, trip off the the flavor connection anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, I think uh, as far as kind of approaching entrepreneurship and how to be successful, um, I think. One of the one of the biggest things is, um, you know, that in the entrepreneur community, there's a lot of focus on pitching. Mm-hmm. There's almost too much focus on pitching because, uh, you know, as a career sales salesperson, my strength was not my ability to pitch. Like, you don't, you're not successful. You don't get the sale because of your pitch. You get the sale because you can listen. Mm-hmm. Two ears, one so, mouth for a reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think one of the most important things is when you're entering an industry is to listen, to understand what's going on in the market. So then when you, when it's time, when it's time to pitch, I'm not saying never pitch, but when it's time to pitch, you know what you're pitching at. Um, you know how to develop the right product to fit in the market for market fit, right? That's, I think that's the most important thing um, for me. I saw Rockstar was struggling when I when I started developing GoHard. Rockstar was struggling. Yeah, Pepsi came and bought them, but guess what? Pepsi was also struggling in the energy drink market. Mm-hmm. Right? They have all these resources, but they're not able to like to really have the success that a Monster is having or Red Bull is having. Right? Um, they aren't able to uh, grab the ear of the streets, so to speak. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so so I think take some time, listen and do your market research and then develop your pro- product, fa- you know, focused on that because the market's going to dictate to you what your product needs to be. Yeah, I love not that. The, not the other way around. Yeah, I love that. I think, um, you know, people get, they drink their own Kool-Aid or they eat their own dog food or whatever they, you know, however you want to say it, but people get too close to their own brand. And I think to your point, you've got to take that 30,000 foot view and make sure that you are actually serving the market what they need and want, right? Um, Instead of being so egoic, as we were talking about being having an ego, being an entrepreneur a little bit earlier, you know, you can't just assume that you know all the things uh, from jump. You've got to get real time feedback. And honestly, as an agency, it's one of the most impactful things we do for our clients is getting real-time consumer feedback, whether it's a product or service in market, so that you can evolve and iterate accordingly. I, I love that. Your, your big takeaway is freaking listen, man. Like, that's what your audience, like, listen to your audience. They'll tell you exactly what they want. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the, blessings that I had when I was creating this product, I was, I was getting my MBA at the time, at the same time. And, um, I had, my class was probably about 80 something people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm, I'm this guy. I, I would show up to class with cans of go hard and, <laughs> and <laughs> literally do taste tests. And I mean, my class was so awesome to give me feedback. And I mean, unapologetically just straight, bl- you know, blatant feedback on on the flavors and everything and that's how I, that's how I created this um you know they were captive you know but they were they participated and that was cool, you know <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> yeah use what you got i mean you know if you have, i don't care if it's 5 people or 500 people 
Um, the feedback loop is so, so critical. And I love that you used uh, your captive audience. I think it was, it's really critical. Um, any other big tips and takeaways for new entrepreneurs in the market? Big tips. Um, another thing that, uh, you know, might be controversial, but um, I think is there's, there's quite a bit of this going on and maybe, maybe too much for my taste, but um, you know, when, when you're out there looking for funds, um, you, you can say no. Mm. There's a lot, there's a lot of, you know, thought around like go and pitch and then you're lucky if you get, you know, this kind of deal. Um, and, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm a proponent for knowing your value. Um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, they're looking at you for a reason, right? You're having right. the conversation for a reason, know your value, know what you're bringing to the table and don't be afraid to negotiate. Love that. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Hi, guys. Me again. And we wanted to take a quick break to tell you more about our award-winning agency, Elevate My Brand. We're a full-service digital and experiential agency, meaning we do it all. From event management to content creation, branding, web design, social media, you name it, we got you. We're a small and scrappy team of both data nerds and quirky creatives, and we're here to make you look good. After this episode, let's chat about how we can elevate your brand and take you to the next level. Email us today. Thanks for sticking with us, chatting with Deji Wessi, who is the CEO of Go Hard Energy. Before the break, you were talking a little bit about fundraising and really what you were saying, and I say this all the time on the podcast, which is that not all money is smart money, right? Um, you need to know your worth and make sure that you're showing up in those pitch meetings, uh, you know, humble, but really showing up with your value set and making sure that you're um, receiving your worth and pitching to the right audience. Um, I want to ask a bit of a personal question, which is, um, you know, you know that I've, I'm raising a fund. That's how we got connected. And I'm raising a fund specifically to invest in diverse run companies. We know that less than 2% of all venture funding goes to diverse led companies. Have you experienced that as a black man raising venture in this category? Well, um, it's, a uh... It's interesting. There, there are a lot of initiatives. It seems like to, to uh, get funding to diverse-run you know, businesses, um, minority-owned, woman-owned, um, underserved. Th you know, uh, things like this. But I don't. I think. I don't think. Uh, oftentimes, that means blackmail uh, run or blackmail entrepreneur. I don't think that means me. <laughs> um, uh, I've, I've been able to have conversations with people who work at VCs and, uh, work within these, uh, these organizations, these initiatives and, um, and they've corroborated that. Yeah. Like, you know, these funds maybe aren't even being deployed. Right. Um, yeah, they, it's a marketing tool, right. Um, mm, to say that you're doing performative this thing, is what you're feeling. 100%. 100%. Mm. Um, even, even in the conversations like that, I mean, for on, on, if I'm being honest, um, I've, I've had a lot of interviews in my life. I've done a lot of things and I know when I step into a room or I have a conversation with the, some, with someone who's uncomfortable with my race, I know what that feels like. And I know what it looks like. And I know how they talk. Um, and a lot of times I've had that same exact interaction in a pitch meeting. Hmm. Um, it's, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not the same. It's very, it's very different. 
I'm really sorry to hear that. And obviously that's one of the reasons we feel so strongly about the work that we're trying to do to, to raise and to counter that conversation. But I also think it's important to call it out, right? I think to your point, there are so many of the larger organizations out there, big banks, et cetera, that have these diversity uh, focused funds. But to your point, they're not actually deploying into your category um, and we're deploying it all. So I think I do think it's a lot like what we saw early days with greenwashing. Um, and I think it's really unfortunate. I, the only thing we can do is call it out, right? And make sure that we aren't part of the problem, which I hope that I'm trying to be part of the solution and having these conversations. <laughs> yeah. I think it's right to call it out. But I think also, too, as like, you know, there's a lot of black men who feel like this. But uh, mm-hmm. but I think that uh, in in our culture, it's not okay to speak out. Like because it's it's a sign of it's looked at as a sign of weakness, right. um, and I I don't think I don't think that's helping us, but right. also uh, I'm not screaming at the top of my you know I'm not I'm not posting on my LinkedIn about about the way that I feel <laughs> feel about it, about it either. So um, yeah, it's it's a it's a tough subject. It is a tough subject, and that's we like to have hard conversations here. And thank you for sharing your perspective. Um, let's shift focus and uh, end with a little bit more about you as an entrepreneur and uh, you as a human being. We like to make sure that people can uh, can understand a little bit more inside your brain. So we're going to do what we call our quick fire question. So this is just whatever comes up top of mind. Um, answer as you will. Ready? Okay. All right. The first question is, what is the one product you could not live without during COVID and you can't say your own? <laughs> the one product that couldn't live without? Um, <laughs> my boxing gloves. <laughs> okay. I like it. Um, do you go to a professional gym or you just do it in your own house or... I love Rumble. If you haven't tried Rumble, it's a really fun boxing experience. Yeah, I was a member of a boxing gym called City of Angels, and oh, unfortunately, yeah. they shut down. Oh. Right? Yeah, oh, and that's uh, so sad. So that that sucked. You know, I was an amateur boxer, and um, oh wow, that was like really special to me. So, um, so yeah, so I would end up just doing it in my house. But um, well, you and I will have to have a separate conversation because my grandfather was a boxing doctor. He was a ringside cut man, basically. No way. And so we have a lot to wow. talk about. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Old school back in uh, in Vegas. Um, next question is, uh, what is your cocktail or vice of choice uh, if you don't drink? Although you said you drink Prosecco. So I assume you drink. But what is your go-to cocktail or, or vice of choice? I'm a whiskey guy. I have, yeah, I have a lot of whiskeys. <laughs> I'm doing Sober October right now. And, um, and I bought a bottle uh, specifically for the end of Sober October. Um, <laughs> there's a, a, a whiskey called Angel's Envy. Um, I have the bourbon. It. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah. it's very unique because it's finished in rum casks. So, yeah. uh, and then their, their rye also has like a, something a little different with it as well. So uh, I'm really looking forward to the drinking that. Uh, but I mean, I have <laughs> Japanese whiskeys, Scott, true Scottish whiskey, like, you know, Irish, Isla, all kinds of, uh, yeah, I'm crazy about whiskey. I love it. I love it. Uh, last question is, nope, I'm sorry. I've got two more. One is, um, if you could wave a magic wand and do uh, make anything happen for your company, what would that look like? Uh, global domination. <laughs> nah, um, I knew nah, that was I wanna... coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's it right there. I want, I want to be global. Um, I know my goal is that number one spot, I, and I, I just know it's possible. Because, um, you know, the one thing about Go Hard is that it's, like you said, it tastes great. It gets the job done. It gives you a boost, right? But 
Go Hard is not just it's not just an energy drink. It's a movement, and you'll and you you'll see that over the next like two years or so, these things will kind of roll out. But uh, there's a community aspect to this too. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think I was telling you about food from the hood, my my high school salad dressing business, and uh, I was in high school, and, we, and actually there was um, I think maybe like twenty of us in at Crenshaw High School. We all ran this company, um, and I took it national. Like, you know, I went down to Ralph's and, and Ralph's uh, agreed. Well the, well, the way the story really went is I called up Albertsons first and they said no. And, and I called Albertsons, I mean, uh, Ralph's and they said, come down to Carson at that time that Carson was their uh, their hub uh, mm-hmm. in SoCal. They're like, come down. And uh, we uh, we pitched them and they took it and we went national. And um, but that that experience is so important to me. So I want to have some type of aspect of that with Go Hard. Like I want to teach kids how to how to run a business, you know, through that. through my company. So um, and I know people are going to connect to that. That's super cool. Definitely. Last question is, what is your favorite word and why? This could be a word that just pops in your head for this conversation or something that's had real meaning to you over time. You can't say go or hard. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh <laughs> How are you going to do me like this? Um, <laughs> my favorite word. Um, I didn't know this. Uh, a friend told me this. Um, for some some reason, I say crazy in some kind of like funny, unique way. Um, mm-hmm. so that's my thing, I guess I'd say cra- crazy, crazy. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, it's, I say wild all the time. That's my, I love wild. Why? Um, amazing. Well, this has been a wild, crazy, fun conversation and also really honest. <laughs> Appreciate your feedback on your experience in the venture world. I think it's important that we talk more about that. Um, if people want to find you, they can go to gohardenergy.com and then remind us where you're distributed shortly. Walmart 7-Eleven circle K. Go help him with sell through. Go buy the product. It's fucking oh. great. And oh, go for it. Also, uh, also on uh, walmart.com, I'm shipping across the country and it's three day shipping. So, you know, uh, you don't even have to spend the time figuring out if it's at your Walmart specifically. Just go right on walmart.com, look up Go Hard or go to gohardenergy.com, click on the, on the flavor you want to buy and it'll take you right there. I love it. Always a salesman, which I so appreciate. Digi, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Absolutely. It was a blast. And thanks for everyone who tuned in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next. 